0: KQED.
1: You're listening to Cued Up. I'm Ryan Levy.
0: Hello, this is Carly.
1: Hey, Carly. It's Ryan. Hi, Ryan. How are you doing? To tell us about this week's story, I called the reporter who did it. That would be KQED's Carly Severn, who reported it for the California Report magazine. I reached Carly at an airport in Iceland. What are you doing in Iceland?
0: I am doing a two-day layover on the way to see my family in the UK. Oh,
1: lovely, lovely.
0: Yeah, so I'm waiting for my bus to the, the Blue Lagoon.
1: Well, I'm glad uh, I could catch you real quick because we are airing your story on Point Reyes. on am queued up this week. That um, is super
0: exciting.
1: Yeah, and I know on Twitter you like to talk about uh, this as your your weird beat. Um, <laughs> so, so how would you describe your beat?
0: I, I'm just fascinated by... Odd places with human histories behind them and I do wonder whether that's an immigrant thing Um, because obviously I am not Californian by birth Uh, I came here in 2011 from the UK and count myself very much as an immigrant to the States and I don't know I just have this weird fascination with uh, unexpected spots
1: so yeah before we listen to it tell us just a little bit about this this particular weird place that you stumbled across
0: So on the way to Point Reyes Lighthouse, which is quite famous, a lot of people visit it every year, Um, there is a turn off to what is described on the sign as the historic life-saving station cemetery, um, which just looks weird, right? When you see a sign that says life-saving cemetery, you think, is this like some strange contradiction in terms? Is it a joke? But it's actually um, a tiny little burial spot um, that contains the graves of four uh, men who were in what we would now call the Coast Guard, I guess. But back then they were called um, surfmen. And that was uh, the life-saving service, and they worked and died in in Point Reyes in the eighteen nineties. In uh, and they all perished in uh, three separate accidents because that work was incredibly dangerous.
1: So you like really upbeat, chipper stories, is what I'm hearing.
0: <laughs> I do, I do. I mean, the funny thing is that I don't see this this story as a kind of a depressing story. It's it's definitely. It's definitely bittersweet to me. There's, um, there's a lot that I, I find really moving about the fact that these four men who are all really young immigrants, I mean, none of them could have been older than their, their mid to late 20s. Um, they came here, they traveled thousands of miles by water, worked in the water, and then, you know, kind of died for it as well, saving lives. And um, And I just find that really poignant, um, but not depressing as well. To me, it is an immigrant story as well about folks coming here and and doing really dangerous work and uh, kind of giving their lives in the process. And there's a little bit of a human friendship story in here as well um, about the reason why they're buried in this particular spot. But I don't want to spoil it too much for you.
1: All right. Well, then I guess it's time to listen to the not depressing story about a weird place that has a lot of death in it.
0: So I was driving one day to the famous Point Reyes lighthouse and I only really noticed the sign because it sounded so odd. It said historic life-saving station cemetery. So I did what I later learned hardly anyone does and took the exit. And climbing up a small hill, I found four graves hidden in a knoll of cypress and eucalyptus trees. Headstones marking the bodies of four young men who all died around 130 years ago. The names on these headstones are Fred Carstens, Andrew Anderson, John Corpola and George Larson. All young immigrants, they say, from Sweden, Finland and Germany. They were surfmen, members of what we now call the US Coast Guard. But back then, it was known as the Life-Saving Service. And in a place like Point Reyes, life-saving was relentless work.
2: If you've ever seen some of the stormy conditions in the Point Reyes seashore, when we have pounding surf coming in, it's frightening to think that they did that.
0: That's John Delosso, who's worked in Point Reyes for the National Park Service for 35 years. He was kind of happily surprised I wanted to come find out more about this cemetery. No one ever really asks, he says. And this place is so peaceful and so still. It is easy to forget that just a few miles away, the ocean is raging. Look down at your left palm, John tells people, and see how your thumb juts out. That's Point Reyes, stretching out 10 miles into the Pacific. The first recorded shipwreck on the west coast happened right here in 1595. And since then, for centuries, the beaches were littered with the carcasses of ships who ran aground, making the turn into San Francisco Bay. Back then, the people here often had to watch as those passengers drowned in the waters in front of them. They couldn't rescue them because, in a place like Point Reyes, the surf is the thing that will kill you. And that's why the life-saving Service, why the surfmen, came here around 1890.
2: The U.S. Lifesaving Service did have a motto, and that was, you must go out but you don't have to come back.
0: We don't know a lot about the young men in the cemetery, but we know their work was dangerous and punishing.
2: Fog and wind alone, you know, winds have been clocked at the Point Reyes Lighthouse at 133 miles per hour. Very, very unsafe. Regardless of those conditions, if there was a rescue to be done, these individuals did it.
0: There were no motorized boats or radios or powerful searchlights like the Coast Guard has today. These men were dragging their small lifeboats across the hard sand through mounds of driftwood and rowing out to a sinking ship in swells that reached as high as a single-story house. And when the churning waves prevented them from reaching a wreck, they'd rescue exhausted, freezing survivors by rope, hauling them high over the waves.
3: Sausalito News, December 19th, 1890. Last Friday morning, the government life-saving station was the scene of a catastrophe whereby two young lifesavers lost their lives.
0: I assumed that these four surfmen died in the same accident, but then the death dates on those headstones, they're different. As the logbooks and local newspapers like this one reveal, they died in three separate tragedies. So dangerous was this work, this life, That they died in daily training, not even making a
3: rescue. When a huge breaker came rolling in, catching the stern of the boat and overturning it on the port side in doing so, Captain Locke was able to extricate himself with only a bruised leg. Not so with Carstens and Anderson, who were beneath the waist of the boat.
0: Being hit by the weight of solid wood like that, with such force, it would have felt like being hit by a truck. And just two years later, another of the surfmen died in the same spot, in exactly the same way.
3: The San Francisco call. It was found that Larson had been struck by the gunwale of the boat as it capsized, and the blow rendered him unconscious. The scene of the accident is regarded as an unlucky spot.
0: And I found out the fourth man, John Corpola, of Finland, wasn't even anywhere near a boat when he died. Hours after patrolling the freezing wet beach.
3: Station logbook 2 March 1891, Corpola complained of having chills and a headache. At 6 a.m. 3 March 1891, he was found dead in his bed in his room.
2: You know, I think they were kind of a, a different breed of individuals, so this is about lives of sacrifice and service, and that's, that's exactly what they did.
0: But these four surfmen, they aren't the only bodies buried here. When I walked further up this hill, I saw a cluster of yet more headstones, all with the last name Clausen. Why? And John tells me, this land belonged to a Swedish immigrant called Peter Henry Clausen. One of these graves is his. And back when the four surfmen died, this ranch land was his home. This was the Clausen family graveyard.
2: Mr. Clausen, at the time, realizing that there was no place to bury these individuals, and they were, for the most part, very young men. Um, He decided to put a plot of land aside on his ranch and create this small little cemetery.
0: I still wondered why would Clausen make this space in a place he'd already buried his father and his wife, where he knew one day he'd be buried too. But then I found this tribute to him in a local paper written by a friend just after his death as an old man.
3: Marin Journal, November 25th, 1915. He loved the Salt Sea and joyed to be near it. Many times before his health failed, he would ride for hours along the sandy beach, looking upon a long line of breakers and perhaps recalling visions of the storms that he had passed through as a sailor.
0: Clawson used to be a sailor from the age of 15. It was men like him that the surfmen gave their lives to rescue.
3: They laid him down where he liked to be, close to the sound of his loved sea.
0: He was also no stranger to the terror of a rescue. When a British ship ran aground in Point Reyes in 1874, who was there diving into the icy waters to help but a young Captain Claussen.
3: He stripped himself of his clothes, dove through one of the high breakers that came rolling into the shore, and fought his way through the surges to the side of the ship. Grasping a rope which hung alongside, he pulled himself, hand over hand, onto the vessel.
0: And finally, there's this.
3: All the Scandinavians on Point Reyes called him not Captain, but Papa Clausen. They came to him for advice, sympathy, and comfort which he never denied them.
0: So the four immigrant surfmen probably weren't just courageous strangers to Clawson. You don't bury strangers with your family. These young men were, in all likelihood, his friends. But maybe it's right that a place as hidden and still as this keeps a few secrets yet. For The California Report, I'm Carly Seven in Point Reyes.
1: Thanks so much to reporter Carly Severn for that story. To see more stories I like this week, including a great breakdown of what happened in the hours leading up to the shooting at YouTube headquarters, head to kqed.org slash queuedup. That's kqed.org slash q-e-d-u-p. And if you like Queued Up, go ahead and give us a review and rating an Apple podcast. I know you've heard it before, but it really does help other folks find the show. I'm Ryan Levy. Have a good week.